Welcome back to Triple Alpha Sports Talk. I am myself, Josh Damage. This is my friend, Bryce LeBaum, and this is his uncle, Roy Clapp. And we're going to start things off going over some Week 11 football. This guy. Oh, Michigan. No way. We're going to start it off with Thursday night football, and we had the Bengals going to Baltimore. And I think the first thing that everyone's going to talk about from this game is the injuries. Joe Burrow. Torn ligament in his wrist, out for the year. On the other side, Baltimore. Mark Andrews, fractured ankle, likely out for the season. Roy, what were your takeaways from these this game in Baltimore? The hell did you call me? Roy. Sound like you said Ray. Um, no, you, you know, you can tell, a team can never know what they're going to do or how good they're going to be when their quarterback goes down. And Joe Burrow's going down. I, I mean, Baltimore – or Bengals were terrible after that. Um yeah. The Ravens' defense was just out and did what they needed to do. I mean, Jamar, Jamar Chase was uh, nothing the entire game. I mean, I had him on my fantasy team, and it sucked. I mean, I think two catches, so and only like four targets, yeah. so it's not a very good day. But uh, no, I think you know, one plus Ravens for the Ravens that we saw is that Odell Beckham Jr. is playing like Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, again. had a vintage game from yeah. OBJ. Ravens uh, are looking good. Don't get too hyped on him. Bengals secondary struggled this year, so yeah, they did. It did seem like they had a objective to give them the ball out there in open space a little bit more than the last few weeks, but uh, yeah. So, Bryce, when it comes to Joe Burrow, he's out for the season. The Bengals are five and five right now. What do you see the rest of the season looking like? Um, I mean, their backup came in and really didn't play that bad, but. They're at the bottom of their division right now. Yep. And is T. Higgins even back yet? T. Higgins, I believe, missed the game. I believe he should be back next yeah, week. But I, yeah, I know he didn't play. But He's week to week. Uh, I don't see them making the playoffs this year. And at the beginning yeah. of the year, I thought they were maybe a Super Bowl favorite with yeah. Joe Burrow playing great football. And with Joe Burrow going out, I just don't see them doing good anymore this year. Roy, you said that you have Jamar Chase on your fantasy team. What do you think this means for Jamar Chase losing uh, Joe Burrow for the season? Well, I mean, he's been – he struggled other than about three games this year. Even Joe Burrow yeah. hasn't gotten the ball. So it's not like it's going to change anything. Um, he's going to be more frustrated. He's, gonna, he's kind of got the um, Terrell Owens type that he wants the damn ball. So he's not – he's going yep. to be the same thing. The Bengals are just not the good team. They're not going to be anything. They're not going to make the playoffs. Um, they yep. might as well – I mean, Joe, Joe Mixon, I think they were trying to, you know, get him um, going this year, and he hasn't really done it. I mean, he scored a touchdown back every week, but he's not getting the yardage he used to. So they might be looking to start changing the uh, changing their roster a little bit. Yeah, I agree with you. I think this might be a chalk it up and move it on to next year for the Bengals. You know, you're like Bryce said, bottom of the division, out of the playoffs right now. Browning coming in, I just – I don't know if they have – My biggest issue with this is the scandal with – the Bengals video of Joe Burrow stepping off the bus with the hand sling. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's been following Dave Portnoy on this, but he's trying to sue the Bengals right now over gambling issues because yeah. obviously you're not going to bet on somebody to throw if they're throwing him and has a torn ligament that the Bengals yeah. just hide before the game. And that's not fair as somebody who lost money to it as well. Yeah. So I'm with Dave Portnoy and I'm – an advocate for suing the Bengals to get our money back on this. Right, well, this is hey, then you join the lawsuit, Bryce. Join in on a lawsuit. Put your money down and join him on a lawsuit. I will. I'll put all my um, earnings on my next bet straight to the lawsuit for Dave okay. Portnoy. Okay. Portnoy okay. 2024. So Bengals, bottom of the division, burrow down for the year. On the flip side, Baltimore gets the win. Big division win at home. I'll give this one to you, Roy. Is Baltimore legit? Yes, I think they are. I think they are legit. I think uh, um, Lamar Jackson's looking pretty dang good. Now, I mean, yeah. Mark Andrews going down, that's going to be a hard – I mean, that's a safety blanket. It's going to be hard. It's true. Uh, and that's going to cause I – mean, and you still got OJ or OBJ out there. The problem is Mark Andrews took defenders away from him. So that's going to be tough for him to um, for him to get open. But, I, I mean, they've got yeah. – I mean, that's a pretty good – that defense is back to being the normal Ravens yeah. defense. So – yeah, especially getting cold now, that defense is going to yeah. start playing. And Harbaugh's probably one of the best coaches in football, too. So, Bryce, how about you? You think Baltimore is legit? Baltimore is legit, and right. the reason is is Lamar Jackson is standing in the pocket and making good throws more than he ever has, in my opinion. Yep. And that makes 
a defense just be in shambles when you have a quarterback with his caliber of speed and running that's also th- standing in the pocket and throwing great passes. It's just a very dynamic offense. Obviously, losing Mark Andrews is going to hurt them. Yeah. But I think that they have receivers that can step up. And Lamar being Lamar, he's going to find the open receiver, and they're going to be a good, yeah. They're going to be a good team this year. I agree. I do think LeBaltimore is legit, but I do think that offense without Mark Andrews becomes a lot worse. And I think that defense is going to have to play even better. I don't know how many points they're going to get up put up every week. I mean, they do have Gus Edwards, who scores about four touchdowns a game. But outside of that. Those receivers need to start playing a little better. All right, we'll slip into the noon slot. Um, we each picked one game this week to highlight, and we'll talk about all three of them. I'll start with mine, and I went with the Tennessee Titans in Jacksonville. And the first thing I'll talk about, I'll talk about Tennessee because they lost, is Will Levis to DeAndre Hopkins has been a great connection since he took over for Ryan Tannehill. I don't know if any of you guys have um, Ryan Tannehill or not Ryan Tannehill, Will Levis on your fantasy team, or DeAndre Hopkins. No. But they're both players you should be starting yes. if you have them, though. Or if, you have some, if you're somebody who had Joe Burrow and you need a quarterback to step up yeah. going into the playoffs, Will Levis is a good pick for you because he is throwing to D. Hopkins like no other. I think he had two touchdowns, no interceptions. Yep. He played a ver- very good game, and he is a good back. As a rookie quarterback, you need to find that safety blanket, and he's found one with DeAndre Hopkins, and it looks very good even though they didn't play too well here in Jacksonville. The other thing I want to talk about is Jacksonville's quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. Two rushing touchdowns this week, and he was not looking to run. Those were scramble drills, finding the end zone. Um, if same Trevor Lawrence is going to run like this. That's the same thing he did in Clemson. I mean, just ran yeah. ran when he needed to. I mean, so. just him back Yeah, I mean, up. if Trevor Lawrence can run like that with ETN and the weapons they have on the outside, that's a dangerous team. Um, we watched the highlights. Bryce, what were your takeaways from this game? My biggest thing is that Trevor Lawrence is getting the ball to Calvin Ridley more, and that yep. makes this offense 100 times better when Calvin Ridley is your number one target. Yep. My biggest downside to how Jacksonville played is I felt ETN was not involved enough. They, yep. What was his name? Johnson, maybe? was his Johnson, yep. He got the ball way more than yep. ETN, in my opinion, and that's just not how their offense should be running. They, yeah. they have one of the better running backs in the league, and they need to get him involved more. Yeah, I think uh, they got up quite a bit early. I mean, it was like twenty nothing or something like that. And uh, I think they do. I think they see Ernest Johnson and Tank Bigsby as more of their power backs, and Etn as their every down back. You know, so I think they kind of just rolled with them with the big lead. But I agree. I have Etn on my fantasy team. Quiet day, so get him more involved. I agree. Roy, what about you? What were your takeaways? Um, I mean. I think for both teams, they don't run the ball. I mean, I didn't think Derrick Henry yeah. had much of. Them. I mean, it's just uh, nope. two teams that are known for their known for their uh, <laughs> their uh, We're gonna running run game. Yep. For two teams that are running up for the running game, for I mean, heck, uh, that's all uh, Tennessee used to do was run the ball, run the ball with Derrick Henry, and they both kind of got away with it. As a person who has Calvin Ridley on his fantasy team, who uh, all year has sucked it up. Um, and not starting him this week, and then not, and then having a great game that pissed me off. So, um, yeah. but it's good to see. It's I mean, Trevor Lawrence has got. I mean, he's got potential to be a good arm. I mean, he's got one. Yeah. I mean, he had it Clemson when he had T Higgins and those guys all around him, and he's got some good receivers. He just need to use them now. Um, yeah. I think uh, Peterson, the coach. I, th- I mean, he he he's known for being a good coach. I mean, he took the the Eagles to World uh, to Super Bowl. I think he can do it. He's he's got he's good with young yeah. guys. And he's just got to continue to do that, keep developing Trevor Lawrence. So, uh, Jacksonville, yeah. weak division, weak division. So, Jacksonville mm-hmm. might make a stink in the in the playoffs, but I don't think – I'm not looking for him to do too much. Yeah, so that leads me to my last point for the Jacksonville-Tennessee game. With Jacksonville leading the division, Texans are right behind him. They go to, Tex- to uh, Houston this week. Is it Jacksonville's division to lose, or do you think, you know – I shaking your head yes, Roy, you believe that? Yes, it's, it's Jacksonville's division. Yeah, Bryce, you. I agree. Houston's a, they're a good young team who's up and coming. But yeah. this is Jacksonville's division. I agree. Right now. I think they just have more of more pieces around them and a better defense overall than Houston. That's and I think this a is de- a better defense. Yep. That's that's gonna and it'll and it'll cause uh, CJ Stroud has some problems. I agree. All right, we'll move into Bryce's choice for his game. Non-bias aside, this was a good game, so oh, not going to yeah. go Lions. Bears in Detroit, and Bryce, I'll let you rip right off the start. Bears in Detroit, you know, 
this to me was the best game that could possibly happen for the Bears fans because we proved that we can play offense for once with a fully healthy team. Our defense was fully healthy and it showed its weaknesses, especially in two minute drills. But in set just defense, it really doesn't look as bad as what some people were saying, in my opinion. Our two-minute drill is horrible, though. It needs a lot of patchwork. And us losing a game that nobody's lost in this manner since 1930s just shows that our coaching needs fired now. And the fact that he has the audacity to come out and say after the game that Justin Fields missed a wide-open DJ Moore to get a first down at the end of the game, this guy ran two up-the-middle runs and the first two downs of the yeah. drive to win the game. And then Justin Fields threw a great ball to a rookie, Scott, who slowed down and dropped it. This is not on Justin Fields. This is Matt Epperflus. He is a defensive-minded coach who came out there and sucked. He has been horrible all, all season long, and there is no reason that Ryan Poles needs to keep him on this roster. It is unbelievable. Well, he really let that one out, didn't he, Roy? <laughs> I put on that's Twitter. I put on Twitter that if I see Matt Everflus, it is on site. I will beat his ass. Hey, what did you have? A twelve point lead with four minutes to go, or something like that? Was that what the three minutes? How many? With three minutes. With four turnovers. Oh my yeah. gosh! But you know what the best part of that whole thing was? Lions were going to win, and they got capitalized by a awesome fucking Adrian or uh, Aiden Hutchinson knocking the shit out of. Uh, Justin Fields for the, the yep. knockout. Michigan player showing an OSU player what it really means. So that's all that mattered to me. I don't care. Go Lions. Mm-hmm. One play. This this game showed that the Lions are going to get beat by a good team in the playoffs. If they're at home and Jared Goofball is sitting in the backfield throwing three interceptions and they're turning over the ball four times, that's not a playoff team if you ask me. Yeah. Or someone that's going to win a playoff game. They're going to make it to the NFC Championship. Mm, we'll get to that in about five minutes. So, yeah, I agree with Bryce. I see this as non-Bears fan. I don't care who wins the game. That was a perfect game. They played well. You know, they didn't get blown out. But they lost, so they continue to get a better draft pick. Uh, for me, that's, that's all Bears fan can really ask for. going to trade Justin Fields, so. That leads me to my next question. How legit are the Detroit Lions? They're 8-2, second best record in the NFC behind the Philadelphia Eagles. Roy, you count yourself as a Lions fan, and I just heard you say the NFC Championship game. How legit are the Lions? I think they're legit. Got a good running game and a good defense. That's all you need when you get in the postseason. So, Very true. I mean, Jared Goff, I mean, that would be what he threw, two interceptions, three interceptions. They came back from him. He, yeah. I think he did a good job. I mean, I think he's got he's a, he's a steady quarterback. He's not a flashy one. Yeah. I think they're. I think they're good enough to make it to the NFC Championship. I don't know if they're good enough to beat the uh, the Eagles. So, Bryce, what do you think? How legit are the Lions? I think they're obviously a playoff team. They're going to win the North. Yep. But who they play in the playoffs? If they're making mistakes like that, they're not going to win a game against a good team. And I I see the Eagles rolling them in the NFC Championship if they make it there. I I do. I like this team actually. The Lions. I like them a lot. I do not think they're very legit, though. I think they could win their first playoff matchup if they play a wild card team. I do. Um, I do not think they are better than the Eagles at all. I do not think they're better than the 49ers at all. And I do not think they're better than the Cowboys. Even though I do think they could beat the Cowboys, I do not think they're better than the Cowboys. To me, the Lions are a team that have to play from ahead outside of a team that's very poor, like the Bears' defense, because they could come back. I don't see this team coming back from very much. I think, you, like Roy said, Jared Goff's a very good quarterback, but he's also not a guy that's going to go win you a whole lot of football games by himself. And if they get down 14 points in a playoff game, I don't know if they can lean on the run game as much as they'd like, as if they were ahead. I just, I mean, they got it. I think it's back-to-back weeks where they've had to come back and win. They find yeah. ways to win. And I think uh, they're, it's, I mean, it's a team of a team that's just got things going. I mean, they got a lot of talent on that, on that a lot of young talent on that uh, team. Yeah. So I think they could really make, make some noise. And, uh, I really, I really do think that they can win their first round matchup, whoever it is. But I, you know, if if you had a final four of Philly, San Fran, Dallas, and Detroit, I don't know if they beat any of those teams. But we shall see. And yeah, I agree with Bryce. I'm not going to say his last name right. 
that coach needs gone. He's a defensive-minded coach, and he can't get a stop at the end of the first half or two drives to finish the game. I think he needs to be gone. All right, that rolls us that rolls us into Roy's, I can't even listen to this guy talk. This rolls us into Roy's pick of the week. Giants at Washington. Roy, your game, I'll let you roll it. Could you could you find two worse teams? I mean, that was about as pathetic of it as a performance. I mean, how do you let a guy who played at Illinois who did couldn't throw a ball at Illinois? He threw 246 yards and sacked nine times in a game. And you still win. I mean, yeah. Washington's defense was supposed to be good, and they, I mean, they were horrible. I mean, other than the sacks, they let them put, uh, go up and down. They now they didn't give any rushing yards, but their DBs just let them let them finish the game. Um, some big plays hurt. Uh, both teams are just terrible. Uh, I think. Yeah. I think. I think you're gonna. Find, I think right there you've seen. Uh, this is Ron Rivera's last hurrah at Washington. I think he's fired, and I think. Uh, yep. Giants are smart. They're gonna fire their coach. I think they need to re- reboot. Get a different quarterback. I think they need to trade Barkley. That's their only saving grace is uh, Saquon Barkley. I mean, he's just too talented. I think he's on a one-year deal. I think he's set to be a free agent after this season. It sucks he's on a crappy team. I mean, that's just – they're just both bad. So, it was just a bad game. Um, I I I can't believe the Giants won. Yeah. uh, My takeaways are Washington loses this game because of the turnovers. They've turned over six times. You're not going to win a football game in national football. You turn the ball over six Mm -hmm. times. Uh, nine sacks, as you said, against the Giants, and they still lose the game. That's I don't know if that's ever happened before in the history of the sport. And my third note is wins by Michigan quarterbacks this week: zero, Illinois one. So take <laughs> oh, that as a win. One time by a guy Tommy DeVito's parents' house. Let's go, Tommy <laughs> DeVito. Let's go, Bryce. How about you? Where are your takeaways? So I do agree with Roy. I think Rivera's gone because I do like this Commanders team. They have a lot of good pieces that they can build on, but when you've got Sam Howell throwing the ball forty-five times a game, that's you. I mean, you're just asking for turnovers at yeah. that point. I like Sam Howell. I like how he plays. He kind of reminds me of a Baker Mayfield back when he was coming up in the league, and. You should not see him throwing 45 times. Yeah. I mean, they had five turnovers. I think, what, two or three of them were fumbles. And then you have Sam Howell lobbing it up in the air at the end of the game for a, a pick six to end it. I think uh, Terry McLaurin needs involved more. Uh, best two players I saw in the game were Logan Thomas and Brian Robinson Jr. I think they had both phenomenal games. But you've got to get the ball to your receiver. I mean, he had five catches and only one in the last two drives to win the game. That's just not how you win a football game, not giving the ball to your best receiver, you know? Yeah. It's just not going to happen. He's been hidden all year. I mean, they haven't thrown him the ball hardly at all. Yeah. In the last, the last two or three years. So, I mean, yeah. And I don't think they utilize that running game hardly at all. I mean, I, I mean they do. I mean, they got talented yeah. Ryan Robinson, and, are, and they just don't use him. And it's in a right situation. Um, yeah. They just I think that's to do with more of the offensive line than, you know – because I, I think the they ball. ran the ball very well, other than the goal line. Yeah, I mean they just got. I mean yeah. Washington needs a reboot. I mean new coach, get some new players yeah. in there. And uh, I agree. Terrible. Both teams are terrible. All right, we'll roll on into Sunday night football, where the Vikings went into Denver, and this was a crucial game for both teams. Not a must win, but as close as a must win as you're going to get this early in the season. Uh, Denver comes out ahead, and. My first takeaway from this game was the drop pick at the end of the first half for Minnesota allows Denver to get the field goal. That changes how the end of the game went down. You wouldn't have needed a touchdown. You would have only needed a field goal. Um, what else did I have here? We didn't get the same primetime Kirko, but we got yeah. to see the pasture. Joshua Dobbs looks good. Here's my other note, and that is on the final drive, the Minnesota Vikings playing defense, they allow Samaje P. Ryan to catch the ball five times for about 50 yards on checkdowns to get into the range, and then Cortland Sutton caps it off with a touchdown. You cannot play prevent defense the entire way on a two-minute drill. I don't care. Your chances of giving up a pass interference in the end zone are likely once you get that close. I hate playing defense that way, but uh, those are my takeaways. Bryce? Yeah, I mean – I love watching Josh Dobbs play right now. Oh, yeah. He is bringing just this electricity to 
Vikings that I don't think they've seen in a long time with people like Cousins and whoever else they've had. Brett Favre. Who sits in the pocket. Like, we have a – Dante Culpepper. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. I, I like to see Dobbs. He's throwing good passes, making smart plays, and he's running the ball well. Like, yeah. we never see that out of Vikings, and it's just nice to see. Even though they didn't get the win, I liked watching how the Dobbs played. Yeah. I think that Minnesota had all the chances in this game to win. I don't think they took advantage of a lot of the opportunities. Yeah. I think uh, Dobbs has played way better than I thought he'd play. I mean, coming over and not knowing yeah. the, the offense. And I, think, look, yeah. and I just don't know. I mean, Denver, they continue to win despite Russell Wilson. I mean, I just don't know how that's possible. That defense is yeah. just it's saving him 90% of the time. But, I mean, Russell Wilson just – I don't know. He's – he used to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and he has just been a disgrace, in my opinion. Yeah, how bad he's fallen. But I got to give uh, Sean Payton. He is one of. The, I mean, I did not think Denver was going to be this good. Did not think they'd win as many games. And I think yeah. Sean Payton has done a great job. And I think he'll get it when he gets his quarterback in there. Denver's going to be scary. Um, just got to build some pieces around it. But they just keep winning. I don't know how. Um, yeah, Minnesota did have some chances. Should have should have capitalized on those chances. And, yeah. Um, just didn't do it, but uh, I think I it's just like I said, just can't I can't I don't know how Denver keeps winning with Russell Wilson still as a quarterback. I agree, I agree with you completely, Roy. All right, let's move it on to last night's Monday night football game, and I'll tell you what, this was a good game to watch. Great game, uh, Philly in Kansas City. Bad weather, football weather, man. You got to love watching stuff like that. Bryce, I'll let you lead off. What are your takeaways from last night um, in the Super Bowl rematch? My biggest takeaways is that. I still think Eagles are the best team in the league, but for some reason the Chiefs have something on them that Chiefs should have won this game, in my opinion. Yep, they played much better on both sides of the ball. Patrick Mahomes is playing at a high level still, but he has no receivers. Travis Kelsey was even dropping passes last night. I mean, it's just horrible to watch this guy play at Hall of Fame level football. And his receivers dropping game-winning catches. Yeah, it's just—I mean, the weather has to play into account a little bit, but I agree. Nah, not as bad as some of like yeah. he had probably three catches on the last drive that were just completely dropped. Yeah, I mean those catches are made. They win. I win money on the on the Chiefs. That's just how it would have went. Yeah, Bryce, how about or Roy? How about you? What are your takeaways watching last night? I agree with Bryce that the I mean receivers for I just can't. I it's I mean that game should have been over. I mean, yeah. the wide open t- – I mean, 80, 85% of uh, receivers in NFL football is going to make that catch. Probably 90% yeah. should have made yeah. that catch. I mean, and, uh, I mean, yeah, I agree. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is playing. Uh, I mean, he can, still, he can still throw the ball around. Weather had something to do with it, but those guys, I mean, they had so many chances to uh, get back in or to take that lead to do things. And that defense for Chiefs has improved a lot and are and very good. Um, now, the v- Eagles are – I mean, they're just – they just they're patient and just do the things. I don't think they use their receivers very well. I mean, they got some dynamic pl- ball players on that on that Eagles. Yeah. Team. And they, I mean, how about AJ Brown have what, what two catches? One catch, like, one for, catch. One catch for yeah. eight yards. Yep. I mean, I, I mean, they didn't. I didn't feel they got him like four or five targets, but I didn't feel like they were getting him where he needed to be. But again, um, mm-hmm. what's his um, Jalen Hurts didn't have a lot of time back there to throw the ball. No, um, not at all. They they rely is- on Jalen Hurts to make all the plays. And to try yeah. to and, and run him, and they're going to get him getting hurt, and that's what's going to hurt yeah. the Phillies, the uh, Phillies, the Eagles, if they don't watch it. Yeah, my takeaways were pretty similar. I was very shocked at how much pressure Philly gave up against the Kansas City line. I mean, Philly has one of the best offensive line in football, especially in a muddy, slick game. You wouldn't think that they'd be, you know, firing off the line. You know, I was very shocked to see five sacks on Hurts, someone who can get away from pressure yeah. when he needs to. Um, the drops, I, everybody's going to talk about the drops. I mean, they are what they are. I mean, uh, and Kansas Kelsey, City's no. – what's Travis that? Kelsey, Travis Kelsey fumbling it inside the 10-yard ten, ten line. I mean, yeah. that's just ridiculous. It doesn't help. I agree. But Kansas City's penalties on the O-line I think killed them quite a bit. I mean, they had a couple big plays, you know, 10, 15 yards, and they're getting off – or false starts. And it's the tackles, really. It's not the inside O-line. It's the two tackles. Older veterans that are giving it up. But, uh, yeah, I was – I was whole game. It felt like Kansas City was ahead. I had looked up Kansas City down, down four after He's the Philly, late Kansas. Philly touchdown. 
You guys still think Kansas City is the team in the AFC to beat? Um, I do. I think I think that it's going to go through Arrowhead. I think they're going to finish as the one seed, and I think that is the hardest place to play in football right now. Um, they get cold. I think Baltimore is right there, but I don't think – I think Mark Andrews going down hurts them quite a bit. Cincinnati, you probably think are out. Buffalo's struggling, but in I think Miami Buffalo, when they're not. on – no, not against Kansas City. I don't. If you're going to go to an offensive game, I know Miami probably has a better offense, but Kansas, Kansas City's defense, defense is much better than yeah. Miami's. Um, I, I still think they're the team to beat. Now, will they make it to the Super Bowl? I'm not sure, but I think they're the team to beat because I think they're going to be the one seed and it's going to go through Arrowhead. Yeah, I agree. Kansas City's defense is unreal right now. And yeah. like, no matter who they've got back on their offense, they still have the best quarterback in the league who's making yeah. great plays. And Pacheco is playing out of his mind as well. So they have a great run game to go with um, mediocre receivers. Yeah. But with a Hall of Fame quarterback throwing to him. Yeah. What about you, Roy? You think they're the team to beat? I, I do. I think they're the team to beat. Yeah. Uh, I think that defense is just car- is going to carry them. I mean, and, and that's what it need. you have to have a decent defense to win a super, to get to the Super Bowl. And I think that's yeah. what they got. And they have so much experience, you know, in the last couple of years they've been making the Super Bowls. You know, they're going to be ready. So, all right, that's that's going to do it for week 11. We're going to look ahead to week 12, and we're going to go over our picks. And with that, we'll go over what our picks were from last week, and we'll let, I'll let you guys know the record. We had Bryce come out on top this week. He went 10-4, and four, I believe. Yes, Bryce goes 10-4. and four. I finished in second, 507-7. and seven. And Roy down at the bottom at 6-8, and eight, game behind. Roy clearly doesn't know football. So oh, I clearly know more than you guys. They just got a little unlucky one week. Those were week 11 stats, and we'll keep a tally all the way through the rest of the season. And we'll roll on to week 12. The thanks, three Thanksgiving games, we got Packers in lines. Bryce, what do you got? Give me Detroit. Detroit. All right. All right. I, I know Green Bay won last week, but they're not a good team. Detroit's going to roll over, all right. in my opinion. Roy, how about you? Oh, yeah, Detroit. Thanksgiving Day, man. Detroit. Yep. I'm going with Detroit. I, I am also going to go with Detroit at home, Thanksgiving special. It's the first year. I think they've really been good on Thanksgiving, so I'm finally excited to watch the morning game. After that, we're going to have the Commanders go to Dallas. I'm rolling with the boys because I'll tell you what, Dron Bland, fifth pick six coming this week because they're going to turn it over five Sam times. Sam Hill might throw him three this week. All right. You on the Cowboys as well? I will also take the Cowboys. Roy? They play good against bad teams. This is easy. Cowboys will win, and that's just pathetic. All right. And then the Thanksgiving night game, 49ers and Seahawks. This is a good game. I'll tell you what. Um, it's in Seattle. Um, Roy, how about you? What do you think on this one? I think San Francisco's rolling. I'm going with San Francisco. All right. Give me the Bryce. upset. It's hard Seattle? to win in Seattle. Seattle plays good football, and if 49ers aren't on the game, they're going to lose this game. Yeah, I'm torn on this one. If Geno Smith didn't have an elbow injury a little bit, but I picked against the Niners last week, and I lost and looked like an idiot. I want Seattle. Give me San Francisco. Move us on into the first ever Black Friday football game. Amazon had to get their game somewhere this week. Wow. Heck yeah. Dolphins at the Jets, and Zach Wilson is a third string. He will not be playing. Bryce, what do you think? Give me Miami by as many as double the spread. They're winning this game by a blowout. Okay, Roy. It's not going to be a blowout because it's supposed to rain and all that crap in in New York. Yep. So I'm going to go Miami. Yeah, man, the Jets just need a quarterback. I'm out. I have to take Miami as well. Moving on into Sunday, we got the Buccaneers at the Colts. I, man, I'm a sucker for them Buccaneers. I'm a rock with the Bucks. Roy. Bucks. Colts suck. Bucks. Give me Buccaneers. I want to see Baker Mayfield throw. Buccaneers. Patriots at Giants. Man, five years ago, ten years ago, we thought this was a good game. Yeah. Not so much anymore. Roy, what do you got? I'm gonna go with the Pats. I don't think I don't think Giants can do it two weeks in a row. I disagree. Give me Danny DeVito going in there and getting a win. <laughs> Danny DeVito. Uh, I am going to go with the Patriots because Bill Belichick's gonna see have. Tommy DeVito seeing ghosts out there. He's going to be so confused. I'll take the Patriots. Bang- Steelers at Bengals. Roy? 
I'm going to go Steelers. I don't think the Bengals with with the quarterback, I don't think they'll do it. Steelers did just fire their OC, they did, did they? First fire of a Steelers coach in like 100 years yeah, or something like in that. In the season. Yeah, so, I mean, without the Bengals having Joe Burrow, I'm going to go Steelers as much as it pains me to. They're a team that wins games like these, and I, as much yeah. as I hate watching them win, they win games. Oh, this one's hard because I don't think either of the teams are good now. I'm going to pick the Bengals for an upset at home. Maybe a little Joe Burrow solo. I don't know. Give me the Bengals. Panthers at Titans. Titans, not even close. You know, I think this will be closer than what you think it is, but I am also going to go Titans. I think Derrick Henry is going to have one of his better games this season, and he's going to run for at least one touchdown. Titans. Titans. Here we go. Good game this week. Jaguars go to Houston. Bryce, I'll let you start. This is a big game, but this is you know Houston's rolling, and I I think CJ Stroud's gonna have another good game, and they're gonna come out with a win against Jacksonville at home. All right, Roy, Jacksonville. Don't think it'll. Don't even think Houston will do it. I'm gonna go with Jacksonville as well. I think Trevor Lawrence is playing too good right now. If they get Calvin Ridley involved, I don't think they have. I think it's a close game, but I still think Jacksonville. Saints in Atlanta. I believe both teams coming off a bye. Roy. I am going to go with the Saints. Mm. You want to go in Atlanta and beat them. All right. I also think the Saints will probably go into Atlanta and beat them. They just they have all the pieces in Atlanta and they don't use them. Give me the Very Saints. True. I'm going to go the Falcons. I think they're going to get Bijan Robinson going a little bit. Career high in touches last game before the bye. I'll go with the Falcons. That takes us into 3 o'clock slate. Rams in Arizona. Roy, I'm going to go with the Rams. I think they'll. I don't think Kyler Murray can do it in Arizona. I think the Rams got it. I'm actually going to go Arizona. I think Kyler Murray played a great game. Yeah. And them being at home, he's going to have a good week. Even I, though this is double XP week right now in Call of Duty, yeah. I oh, think Kyler Murray will. That be makes me want to rethink my decision now. I'm just kidding. I'm going to roll with the Cardinals as well because I hate the Rams. <laughs> Browns at the Broncos. I'll go first on this one. Can Dorian Thompson-Robinson go into Denver and win? No, he cannot. I'll take the Broncos in a 9-6 to game. You know, I agree with Josh. I think it's going to be a really low-scoring game, and Denver seems to win, though, so give yeah. me Denver. I agree. I think it will be a low-scoring game. Denver's going to win. All right. Ooh. 325 slate. Bills in Philly. Philly coming off big win. Bills struggling. Bryce? I'm going to be honest. I don't think this is going to be a close game. Buffalo's not playing the football that I think Buffalo should be playing right now. And I think Phillies are coming off that close game. They're ready for the playoffs. They're going to come out here and they're going to win this game. Roy? Philly's going to win. Buffalo's not playing well. I think it's Philly. And Philly's got things going. So it'll be Philadelphia. I'm also going to take Philadelphia due to the Bills' defensive injuries starting to pile up. Chiefs go to Vegas to face the Raiders. I'm going to take the Chiefs. I'm going to take it pretty quick. Yeah, I don't know if there's much debate. I don't see the Raiders scoring almost anything, maybe 10 points, but Chiefs are going to win this game. Chiefs are, on, are going to blow them out. So. Yeah. You have Aiden O'Connell as your quarterback. You're not going to win too many games. Yeah. Sunday night football. This is a good one. Ravens go to SoFi to face the Chargers. I think I'm going to go first, and I'm going to take the upset. I'm kidding. I'm taking the Ravens. Bryce? All right. Give me the Ravens as well. I think this will probably be a close game. I think we're going to see Jay Herbo play a good game, and then they're going to go down, and they're going to lose it for themselves like they do every game. Every week. I think the Ravens are going to get them. I don't think it'll be be as close as you think. And that takes us to Monday Night Football. Where your Chicago Bears are going to head into Minnesota to play the Vikings. I'm going to take the Vikings. You know, honestly, I think the Bears will win this game. Justin Fields is playing great right now. Um, depending on if we see a head coach fire this week or not, that would probably sway my answer. But if Matt Eberflus is still playing, uh, they'll probably still – I think they can pull out a win here in uh, Vikings against Josh Dobbs. All right. No. Minnesota is going to win. Josh, Justin Fields is going to be sitting crying on the sidelines after his OSU team gets beat. So, and he's going to 
It'll be it won't even be it won't even be close. Minnesota's going to go in there and are going to or have host uh, the Bears. Bears are going to suck it up, and it's going to be Minnesota. All right, that's going to do it for our Week Twelve picks, and we'll roll on into college football. Roy, I'll let you start us off for some college football. All right, big week. This is this is the biggest week for. Uh, I mean, we're in the last week of college football. Got some big games going on. Um, the first four, in my opinion, have have pretty much been decided right now. Um, you got five undefeated teams, but Florida State just lost their store, starting quarterback, and yep. they did not look good after he went down. And I don't think they're going. They got, I think they got Florida left, and then they got to go into ACC championship and play uh and play Louisville. So I yeah, Louisville probably. It'll, yep, it'll be Louisville. So. Um, big week for Michigan, Michigan, Ohio, uh, yep. OSU, man. That's the big week, the, the game. Yeah, um, I, th- I was gonna say, I think that is the game of the week. Most teams will look at, um, usually Auburn and Bama have a little bit better of a game, but Auburn isn't having Auburn the season. Sucks, they have. So. I agree. I think Ohio State, Michigan have the game of the week. I think that's when everyone's going to be watching. You know, I think Ohio State's going to go in there and win this game. I think oh, that Michigan can't stop. Going with whatever. It's not even going to be a and good game. This isn't going to be like last year where they had all their signs and they're going to make them look like a bad yeah. team. They're not cheating this year, yeah. so it's going to be an even playing field. We're going to see OSU come out. Ryan Day even said last year he changed his signs for that game and still got his ass beat. It won't it's not this even going to be a good game. Yeah. Oh, Michigan's going to go to OSU or is having them come in in that cold weather. It's supposed to be 33 degrees or 34. Uh, they're going to complain about how cold it is and get their ass beat like they did two years ago and up at the at the big house. Is this game in Michigan, Roy, or is it in yeah, Ohio it's State? In, it's in Ann Arbor. Okay. Roy, I got a question for you. Um, do you think that – I think we asked this question last week. Do you think that the loser – can get in. I know that you said, you know, it's possible, but do you think they will get in? I, right now, I would say no. I think the loser would okay. not get in because I think you got, because I really think you pretty much, because Georgia's, I think Georgia and Alabama, uh, Georgia's, who are, Georgia and Alabama are going to play an SEC championship. Yeah. And do you Georgia's, still think Alabama wins this game? I still think Alabama wins this game. I don't think Georgia, I think Georgia's good, but I think Alabama still wins the game. The problem, then you still have no, you got Ohio State or Michigan is going to be a defeated. So they're in. Um, Washington, I still think, is going to lose to Oregon in the Pac 10 or 12 championship. Because I think I Washington doesn't that. look that good. And I think Oregon's looking really good. So the yeah. problem is, you're going to have about four teams with one loss. Because I don't think Florida State's going to come out of it undefeated and they're going to fall back. So that get the problem, the, yeah. they're going to they're say, Washington or Oregon is better than the loser of the the um, Big Ten. I don't think they really. I think for money reasons they want SEC in there because you're going to have they want two of those teams in there. Um, there okay. is a chance. I, I think if Michigan loses, they're out. But uh, but I think Ohio okay. State has a chance just because um, the committee does like Ohio State. Michigan's just a hated team, and I don't mind it. Love being the haters. Yeah. We're going to take some masses okay. weekends. Go blue. What is your, so? What is your four four in right now? Who do you think will be the four teams in? If I had to pick right now, are you talking about after the end of the season or just right now? Yes, end of the season. Well, I would say it would be. Not, I would say the undefeated. I think uh, Michigan will be one because I think they're the only team that's going to be undefeated, and I think it's going to be Georgia two, and then I think they're going to go Oregon three, Alabama four. They won't put SEC playing each other. I think that's the Ford. I can I can agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I definitely a possibility to see that. Um, well, I got to ask you about the big game. You know, Michigan fan, non-biased society, even though this does really only pertain to Michigan. Do you think Jim Harbaugh not being on the sideline affects this game at all? I mean, I know he's there during the week, but he's not going to be there on the during the game. Now, this this will be the sixth game he's missed this year. So, mm-hmm. um, Sharon Moore has done a great job. And I, they've just had controversy all year. I mean, it's been crap all year. Um, they and they're so. I th- the team I, from what, everything I've read, from everything you know, wa- watching everything, I think they, the team is rallying around each other. I, I really think we took we didn't. Everybody says we took uh, Maryland um, easy. We did like we we had problems with them. We didn't play a couple guys. You know, Roman Wilson got hurt early. Didn't he could have came back in, but he didn't. I think we did the same thing with Illinois last year. When Illinois came in Ann Arbor last year, had them. we, we had we them. six players. Illinois should have beaten us. 
we played we were at that game actually we, yeah we, we were. were at that game and the i just think that and we came in this week thinking the same way we had got up early on maryland thought we had him beat took it easy and we didn't we were trying to keep jj mccarthy from getting hurt because everybody's pissed that he didn't throw well but we didn't we didn't do much with it so but yeah. i think the team is ready um you know they're you know they're pissed off because all this all this started all this sign gate crap started from uh, osu so i mean they've got proof that it just that he they started and that's fine with us it's just i mean th- this is the game i mean the only ser- the only uh, matchup between these two teams that can could say they had a 10 year war i mean they fight they hate each other yeah i can't stand ohio state well, don't even want to talk about them half time yep okay that leads me to another one we're going to get off of the michigan and ohio state game Florida State loses their quarterback for the season, gruesome injury. They're 11-0. They play Florida this week. They could lose, but let's let's say they win. And they go to the ACC championship game against um, Louisville, and they win. They're undefeated. They're in. Are they in? I agree. They're, I mean, See, you cannot take a team that's undefeated. Not, uh, that, that's undefeated. Yeah, I agree. Um, I ACC fans will probably be very upset with that statement, but I agree. I, they're deserving to get in, but it's just going to be unfortunate because you you know they're probably not going to win that semifinal game without a quarter, you know, their star. But I, I agree think, that they do I get don't in. Think they can beat Louisville. I, Louisville's playing really well, f- playing good football, and I just think Florida State they need a quarterback, and that, their court. I mean, they they were, I mean they they they've relied on their quarterback to move the ball half time. Um, I think I, I think Florida's going to give them a game. I don't know if Florida can beat them. Florida's not very good. Um, but uh, Louisville's a pretty good team. I think I, I think Louisville could get them. All right, that's going to leave me. And I'm Bryce. I'm going to ask you this first, and then I want to roll it over to Roy. So you, Roy, you said you think Bama. You know they went out, they beat Georgia in the SEC championship. Let's say they let's say they make it and they don't beat Georgia. So Georgia finishes undefeated. Do you think they finish number one, Roy? Yes, Georgia will finish one if they beat Alabama. Okay, then and I agree. And that's going to lead me into the question: What happens? with Texas if they went out and win the Big 12. So we'll in this scenario, we'll go Georgia undefeated and beats Bama. Bama has two losses, and they're not in. So Georgia at one. We'll just say oh, Big 10 winner at two. We'll say Florida State at three. Eh. We'll just say – actually, no. We'll go Pac-12 winner, Oregon or Washington, at three. Do you think that Texas has a chance to get in? Yes, just because they're a high-priced – uh, name and they would want them into the um, in the. I mean, they'll draw fans. They'll draw people watching them. So yeah, I, I think they have a shot. Um, it's I I do not think they're better than the loser of the of the Michigan Ohio State game, and I don't think they're the better okay. than the Oregon or Washington loser. I think they're. Do you think that? The, so you said you don't think they're better. So we'll just say what you know the Pac-12 loser and the Big Ten loser. Do you think that the committee will value Texas's loss better than that loss let's say for either yes. the, the big 10 or the pac 12 so you they'll think take, they would be over them yes because they'll take the alabama win as the, even if alabama loses georgia they'll take the alabama win as a, a significant more significant gotcha. win than anybody else how about you bryce what do you think what do you think about texas where do you think because- i i agree with roy them being a southern team they have that committee love for football and stuff like Texas is a good team still, so yeah. I do see them getting in because I also see Georgia winning against Alabama. I think they are clearly the best team in football right now, so that's my yeah. opinion on it. Yeah, I, I think Texas, to me, is the fascinating team because, to me, Texas, their loss is the Oklahoma, who has started to fall down the rankings a little bit, and to me, that's a more significant loss than, let's say, Oregon and Washington go in and Washington loses, which Washington will have one loss, and it'll be to Oregon. To me that is still a better loss than Texas's loss, even though they don't have the win. I mean, I mean, I guess over Oregon, you know, earlier in the season, but to me, I don't, I, I keep seeing Texas hype and I just not really getting, I don't know why the committee would view them over the I loser think, of. I think Texas could lose to Oklahoma in the, in the pack. In the, yeah. Uh, I mean, they've lost okay. once already. So yeah. I don't think they could lose. I mean, Quentin Ewers, is good, but he's not. I mean, he's, he just struggles. I mean, he just struggles at times. So yeah, I think they could win. Yeah, the te- the Texas one to me is the confusing team because I don't I don't see in my scenario where I because I 
I would much rather have the loser of Ohio State, Michigan get in over Texas. I would rather have the loser of the Washington and Oregon Pac-12 final, unless it's Oregon loses and they have two losses, then I agree. But yeah. still, that to me, Texas is the team that is in the conversation still that I do not believe should really oh, be in it. There's eight teams in the conversation. There's eight teams yeah. in the top eight. And then One through eight, I agree. But it'll, it's going to play itself out. I, I mean, like I do think – I mean, Texas plays Texas Tech this week, and they've Texas Tech's had their number the last few years. So, I mean, you yeah. just never know. Um, but, uh, I mean, Washington did not look good against Oregon State, and they got go, they got to play Washington State. So, um, that might be – you know, we never know. Just never – take yeah. work itself out. It usually does. Yep, I agree. Bryce, do you have anything else to talk about other than this uh, Ohio State, Michigan, or the playoff rankings right now? No, I don't think so. I think that, I think we covered it. All right, Roy, I'll let you take it. What do you want to talk about college football right now? You want to talk about rivalries? Let's talk about rivalries. What's all right? That? I want to know what you guys think. I mean, not all across sports. Your top three rivalries. There's so many of them. What's what you think? What do you think are the three top three and cross sports? I'll take this. All right, go ahead. I'll I'll let you knock your. I would like to say my three uninterrupted by Roy. Okay. Because I know I'm going to get interrupted. I'm going to take Bears Packers at number one. I think that they have the longest rivalry almost, and they're the they have the two most wins in all of NFL. So give me them. Um, even though it's kind of fallen off the past few years, and the Bears haven't won as much, it's still yeah. great games to watch. Second, give me Lakers Celtics. Okay. Because, I mean, 80s, 90s, 2000s, even now, there's still, like, two top teams in the NBA that are playing against each other every year. And then at the three, give me Boston and Yankees. Okay. You have Boston and the Yankees number three? You are yeah. crazy. Yeah, I, I, Roy, Roy, what are your top three? I'm curious to see yours being a Michigan fan. Oh well, I think number one, I truly think uh, Boston and uh, Yankees are the are the biggest rivalry in baseball or yeah. the biggest part of sports. I mean, there's they just hate each other. I mean, completely hate each other. And number two, close number two is Michigan Ohio State. I think I mean there's two teams that do not. I mean, this just two teams do do not like each other. I mean, both t- teams uh, wor- have a workout specifically for the other team throughout the whole season, throughout the whole year. Yeah. They're specifically playing for that game. And then I think the third one, in my opinion, is the is usually Alabama Auburn. I mean, those teams absolutely hate each other. They cannot stand each other. I mean, hell, they uh, was Alabama pissed on the tree that they that Auburn would uh, throw a uh, uh, or did poison the tree that they threw uh, uh, toilet paper on instead of after wins and killed that yeah. tree. I mean, that's hatred. That's what I call about rivalries or hatred. And um, when yeah. you said about stupid ass Packers Bears, who both teams suck. And don't do crap. I mean that they that's nothing. NFL's nothing. Let's go with the the two teams that two teams that completely hate each other. Yeah, I I thought about this one a lot, Roy. I I, I agree with you at number one. I think it's Boston and New York baseball. Um, it's old as can be. I know baseball has changed a little bit on how it's played these days versus how it used to be, but you know you go back ten years ago. Those are some feisty baseball games, and you don't see that in today's game as much, but I agree with you that. My number two goes in a little bit different direction, and I know the sport isn't as physical as it used to be, so it might not get that punch that you're really thinking, but I'm going Duke-UNC basketball. Those two schools can't stand each other, and I'm not really a Duke or UNC fan, but I do like watching those games because it's always a packed house. That is a good pick. And then my third one is – Actually, going to go in a different direction. I'm going to go Cubs Cardinals baseball. All right. Now, I believe baseball has the best rivalries because they're so old. But I do agree with you that you know baseball and football. It's hard to go against each other because football you're just beating the crap out of each other. You know, baseball usually you're not beating the crap out of each other. I agree. You know, you get into Michigan Ohio State, you get into Alabama Auburn. That could definitely be a great rivalry. But just for me, I think I view the Cardinals and the Cubs being a great rivalry. So that was my top three. I mean, Dodgers and Giants are is a good baseball one too. I mean, they hate each other. Yeah. So I mean, we got. I mean, baseball has each sport has their own. I mean, yeah. back in the day, I mean, it, I mean, you couldn't. I mean, Browns and uh, Broncos hated each other because they were in the same yeah. division back in the day. But now they don't. I mean, there's just there's just different things that could happen. 
back in the day. So that are different now. Sports have changed, but some of the rivalries have not. So that's why yeah, I say, yeah, I agree. Austin have never changed. It doesn't matter if they're good or bad. They hate each other. And the way with the Michigan and Ohio State always stay and hate each other. So. All right. You got anything else you want to talk about, Roy, in college football? No, ready for this week. Ready, ready for Saturday morning. Anybody that texts me, calls me, or does anything, they may get some choice words to them. So I don't at 11 a.m. Their bomb TV will be. Oh, oh I'll be sending. I'll be sending some text messages. Yeah. Don't worry. It better be. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry. Michigan's whipping the shit out of OSU. It should be a good rivalry Saturday here for college football. Now we're going to go into Josh's advice, Bryce's facts, and Royce's old man wisdom. And I'm going to go in a different direction. Last week I did some gambling advice. My advice is for the Los Angeles Chargers guys. Oh, time to fire Brandon Stanley, Staley, however you say his name. I have never seen a talent, more talented team lose so many one-score football games. And I'm not saying he's doing anything wrong with his play calling at the end of the game. But it's all game long. They cannot score points or they cannot stop the defense from giving up points. They can't play complete football, and that goes on to the coaching staff. So my advice, fire Brandon Staley. All right, we'll move over to the Bryce facts. Uh, the first one I got is the highest-scoring NBA game of all time. It was the Detroit Pistons beating the Denver Nuggets 186-184 to in triple overtime in 1983. Um, the second thing I have is – the longest tennis match of all time lasted 11 hours and five oh minutes my. and was played between John Isner and Nicholas Mahat at Wibbledon in 2010. I feel like we would have heard about that in 2010. Yeah. yeah. I could not imagine playing tennis for 11 hours. I couldn't imagine playing tennis. <laughs> Uh, and then my last fact of the day is the first ever recorded game of baseball was played in 1846 between the New York Knickerbockers and the New York Nine. So, Gotta two New baseball. York teams. Heck, yeah. yeah. That's why baseball is so big in New York. Yep. All right. So, to me, three old – I got three rules of, of getting older that you two need oh. to listen up because these are happening to you guys, all right? All right. Um, let's see it, Roy. Hey, just remember, never pass a bathroom, all right? Make sure you use it. Don't waste. On, <laughs> waste hey, don't waste the hard on. All right. Remember that, Josh. Okay. Yeah. Last oh, one. My God. Never trust a fart. All right. So just. <laughs> all right. Uh, That's some pretty good old man advice, right? That is, you know. So. All right. All right. That's gonna do it for the triple office here. And next week we will have our first special guest onto the podcast. Have him. Talk about a little football game that me and somebody else will be going to. Oh, yeah. So that'll be you for next week. To see that. Thank you guys for watching and hit the subscribe go button on YouTube. And free Jim Harbaugh. Let's go. Ooh.